Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And I'm actually very thankful that we get to speak to this gentleman today on Friday versus our normal talks on Wednesday because something crazy happened on Thursday. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing pretty good, Mike. How you doing? I, I, I'm, I'm a mortgage broker and I survived. I survived, <laughs> I, I survived the 7.5% inflation reading and I'm here in person. Yeah, well, first and foremost, you've helped so many people by your, if you like it, lock it. You've saved some people significant pain. So I hope so. Kudos to you for that. Uh, but yeah, I got to ask what, what, so what I have seen is there's now a 99% chance that the Fed will raise rates 50 basis points in March. That went from zero to 5% to 24% to 99%. Wow. I'm guessing that it impacted mortgage rates yesterday. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, that, that, that CPI reading and then just everything that the Fed continues to say. And um, yesterday was an interesting day. The funny part is, is, you know, for as much freak out as people do in the short term, I priced a couple loans that went into contract. I'm like, we're still locking people at 399. It's, it's, it's not 2.62. I was just looking at this to see like, how far we've moved. Um, and I think on, on somebody's average, um, one of these aggregators that shows like the average rates, August was 268. And now we're 4.02. Woo, we're gone. over four. Right. We've, we've gone like a one point, you know, one in three, one in three eights, I think is something, um, you know, that's, that's a pretty dramatic for a six month time frame. Um, a lot of that coming in the last six weeks, Yeah, but you know, it's more of the same story for me, I think where week on week, I'm telling people the forecast calls for higher rates. We're not going to get, and that's the, the problem is, is that people look in the past and they go, Oh, we've seen it go up and then come back down and then up. We've seen these rebounds. Mm-hmm. there's nothing pointing to we're going to get a rebound. And so literally all the commentary I read and everybody who I follow says, listen, another day, it's prudent to lock. Do not float hoping for, you know, even this morning, mortgage bonds opened up like 20 basis points better. Virtually no lender passed on that savings uh, and, and repriced for the better. And then as it slid, like 20 basis points to get like to break even on the day, a couple of them repriced for the worse. And so, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I still think that, you know, the demand is there and there's plenty of willing and able buyers, but, you know, I recorded a video this morning speaking to home buyers and just reminding them if home ownership is your goal, if, you know, having a place of your own that you can, remodel, that you can paint the walls, whatever color you want, all the tax benefits, the debt pay down, the appreciation, all that stuff is the same at three, seven, five and 4% and four and a quarter. None of that changes. Maybe if anything changes, it's you saying, what can I afford on a monthly basis? And then having to back into your purchase price target, right? And maybe it's not 480, maybe it's 445. But all the other reasons you want to become a homeowner, all the other reasons that people in one rental at a time want to buy rental properties and build wealth, all that stuff holds true at really any interest rate, exactly. right? You know, I, I'm sure that me and you and other people that are part of the channel have bought stuff at 7% and 8% 
and it's worked out okay. Yeah, I, I again, I bought deals at twelve percent. Some of the interest I paid, the private money or hard money, I'd be hard money. It was over twelve percent. So, it, just got to do the deals that make sense. It's always a great day to do a great deal. Uh, don't get fixated on sub three. It's you missed it. It's not there anymore. Right. Yeah. There was there was something. There was a there was an optimal blue, which is like a pricing engine, um, and so they have like aggregated data from billions in in mortgage production. And God, where'd it go? I had it. I want to pull it up just for reference in my own brain. Um, yesterday's conforming lock average was 4.0, 4.07. Oh, wow. Granted, some people have a 660 credit score and so they're four and a quarter. Some people have perfect yeah. credit and they might be three, eight, seven, five. But for all intents and purposes, we're at about 4%. Um, yeah, that was quick. Yeah, that was very quick. It feels like, only yesterday we were sitting around on Christmas thinking, will we dip back below 3% or will we continue to go up? Because they were probably, I think they were probably about three and a quarter around Christmas time. And yeah, those, those rates are long gone unless you want to pay lots of points. Nope. If you like it, lock it. I, uh, I'm glad that we've been doing this. Um, again, I mean, you've seen it, right? Bank of America, Citigroup calling for seven rate increases this year, which takes funds from basically zero to one and three quarters. Let's just play this out together. And again, we don't know what the spreads will be, but let's just say the Fed funds is 2% for easy math. Today, it's zero. So if that's 2%, the two-year probably has to go to three and a quarter, three and three-eighths. The 10-year probably has to go to, probably has to go to four, four and an eighth. Wow. And that, and that means the 30-year is five and a half. Am I pointing yeah. that out right? Yeah, I mean, I think... I. The, when when you said two and then ten, I was thinking that the the ten might be three seven ish, but okay. still, you know, the the difference between the ten year treasury and 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 the thirty year mortgage is about one point seven percent. So if if we're three seven three eight on the ten year treasury, we're five and a half percent on the thirty year um, mortgage, and uh, yeah, so so people today are crying about four. Um, <laughs> wait till five, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you don't like four, you ain't going to like five. So, so, so get it while it's hot. And, and, uh, you know, it's, I hate to use the word historically, cause I feel like yeah. people are just like, oh, this guy's in mortgage and all he wants to do is say, it's always, the sun is always shining and, uh, you know, but like, when you really look at that, like I had somebody reach out to me that just had no idea about rates at all. They're like, what are rates? And I said about 4%. Uh, is that good or bad? And I said, it's good. And they said, well, what's the lowest it's been? I said, two and a half. They said, what's the highest it's been? 18. And so, you know, and it was funny because it was a funny conversation with somebody who really didn't know at all. And they were asking me like, well, when was it 18? I go, I don't know, early eighties. Well, when was it two and a half? Yeah. Last summer. Um, and so, um, you know, I showed them the whole big chart and it gets you to think, right? Like, Okay, 4% is a pretty good interest rate. Um, one thing I want to mention before I forget is that we've talked about this a lot over the last six months, but it's going to be game on more than ever for these mortgage companies who see shrinking refinance volume, maybe even less purchase contracts or, or, or uh, you know applications for purchase. They are going to do whatever it takes to win business. And I've seen some shady, shady stuff like, um, somebody on my team got a mailer and they're like, man, this is just deceptive. Right. Um, and it doesn't surprise me, you know, all the, you know, 
credit trigger leads where you you fill out a mortgage application, get your credit pulled, eight mortgage companies call you. And you're like, why are they calling me? Well, because the credit agency sold your data because mortgage companies are desperate to get business. They're going to call, they're going to promise you the world. Um, you know, people just do not, um, I don't know if you noticed one of the things I made a either TikTok or Instagram or both about Rocket. Yeah, I saw that. 3.375. And then you go down and you look in, in box A, which, you know, in your course that has my info in there, I say, look at box A and lender fees. That matters. There's $39,000 in lender fees. Um, as much as me, me and you would love to think that somebody wouldn't fall for something like this, it happens, right? The time. Yeah. They look and they go 3.375, great. And then they end up putting $40,000 um, of that home's equity in fees onto their, onto their refinance, which is very detrimental. Not good. Yeah. So, so beware, make sure you're talking to somebody you like and trust. That's, that's my advice. And, and I talk to people every day. I'm in the glorious position where I don't have to beg anybody for business. If you're not working with me, great, but work with somebody who you like and trust and get good advice from somebody who's, you know, got a reputation to protect is building a long-term business and not just in a call center, have to plug in a hundred applications before the end of the week, or, you know, we're not going to reach our bonus or whatever the heck they're working on. Yeah, the, I've been telling consumers and investors, this is perhaps better time than ever to work with a mortgage broker you trust. I trust you and greatmortgagebroker.com. Have the, have the conversation, reach out, see what makes sense. Again, always a great day to do a great deal. Nothing wrong with 4%, nothing wrong with 5%. Just make sure the deals work. And again, where do, how do you want them to reach out? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. Yeah, let us know where you're at and how we can help. And, and like Mike said, you just, you've got to do the work and you've got to work the numbers. Um, that's one of the things that you want to do as an investor is get yourself pre-approved, know your numbers from the lending side, because without those numbers, you're, you know, driving blind out there in the real estate investing market. And, and I see people do it all the time. I don't advise it, right? <laughs> get get a good handle on your numbers before you start going out and uh, just listening to uh, somebody to open house go, this is a great investor deal. Trust mm -hmm. me, this is a good trust one. Trust me, trust <laughs> me. Yeah, crazy stuff. Thanks, buddy. Yep.